This is John W. Whitehead, author of Battlefield America, The War on the American People, bringing you a message about the state of our nation. We're on a slippery slope, one that leads to the end of free speech as we once knew it. In a world increasingly automated and filtered through the lens of artificial intelligence, we are finding ourselves at the mercy of inflexible algorithms that dictate the boundaries of our liberties. Once artificial intelligence becomes a fully integrated part of the government bureaucracy, there will be little recourse. We will be subject to the intransient judgments of techno-rulers. This is how it starts. Martin Niemöller's warning about the widening net that ensnares all of us still applies. In our case, however, it started with the censors who went after extremists spouting so-called hate speech, and few spoke out, because they were not extremists and they didn't want to be shamed for being perceived as politically incorrect. Then the internet censors got involved and went after extremists spouting disinformation about stolen elections, the Holocaust, and Hunter Biden, and few spoke out, because they were not extremists and didn't want to be shunned for appearing to disagree. With a majority. By the time the technocensors went after extremists spouting misinformation about the COVID 19 pandemic and vaccines, the censors had developed a system and strategy for silencing the nonconformists. Still, few spoke out. Eventually, we the people will be the ones in the crosshairs. At some point or another, depending on how the government and its corporate allies define what constitutes extremism, we the people might all be considered guilty of some thought crime or other. When the time comes, there may be no one left to speak out or speak up in our defense. Whatever we tolerate, whatever we turn a blind eye to, whatever we rationalize when it is inflicted on others, whether in the name of securing racial justice or defending democracy or combating fascism, will eventually come back to imprison us, one and all. Watch and learn. We should all be alarmed when prominent social media voices such as Donald Trump, Alex Jones, David Icke, and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. are censored, silenced, and made to disappear from Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram for voicing ideas that are deemed politically incorrect, hateful, dangerous, or conspiratorial. The question is not whether the content of their speech was legitimate. The concern is what happens after such prominent targets are muzzled. What happens once the corporate Technocensors turn their sights on the rest of us. It's a slippery slope, from censoring so-called illegitimate ideas to silencing truth. Eventually, as George Orwell predicted, telling the truth will become a revolutionary act. We're on a fast-moving trajectory. Already, there are calls for the Biden administration to appoint a reality czar in order to tackle disinformation, domestic extremism, and the nation's so-called reality crisis. Knowing what we know about the government's tendency to define its own reality and attach its own labels to behavior and speech that challenges its authority, this should be a cause for alarm across the entire political spectrum. Here's the point. You don't have to like Trump or any of the others who are being muzzled, nor do you have to agree or even sympathize with their views, but to ignore the long-term ramifications of such censorship would be dangerously naive. As Matt Welch, writing for Reason, rightly points out, and I'm quoting, proposed changes to government policy should always be visualized with the opposing team in charge of implementation, unquote. 
In other words, whatever powers you allow the government and its corporate operatives to claim now, for the sake of the greater good or because you like or trust those in charge, will eventually be abused and used against you by tyrants of your own making. Welcome to the age of techno-fascism. Clothed in tyrannical self-righteousness, techno-fascism is powered by technological monsters, both corporate and governmental, working in tandem to achieve a common goal. Thus far, the tech giants have been able to sidestep the First Amendment by virtue of their non-governmental status. But it's a dubious distinction at best. Certainly, Facebook and Twitter have become the modern-day equivalents of public squares, traditional free speech forums, with the Internet itself serving as a public utility. But what does that mean for free speech online? Should it be protected or regulated? When given a choice, the government always goes for the option that expands its powers at the expense of we the people. Moreover, when it comes to free speech activities, regulation is just another word for censorship. The steady, pervasive censorship creep that is being inflicted on us by corporate tech giants with the blessings of the powers that be threatens to bring about a restructuring of reality straight out of Orwell's 1984, where the Ministry of Truth polices speech and ensures that facts conform to whatever version of reality the government propagandists embrace. Orwell intended 1984 as a warning. Instead, it is being used as a dystopian instruction manual for socially engineering a populace that is compliant, conformist, and obedient to Big Brother. Nothing good can come from techno-censorship. As journalist Glenn Greenwald writes for The Intercept, and I'm quoting here, Censorship power, like the tech giants who now wield it, is an instrument of status quo preservation. The promise of the internet from the start was that it would be a tool of liberation, of egalitarianism, by permitting those without money and power to compete on fair terms in the information war with the most powerful governments and corporations. But just as is true of allowing the internet to be converted into a tool of coercion and mass surveillance, nothing guts that promise. That potential, like empowering corporate overlords and unaccountable monopolists, to regulate and suppress what can be heard. Folks, as I make clear in my book, Battlefield America, The War on the American People, these internet censors are not acting in our best interest to protect us from dangerous disinformation campaigns. They're laying the groundwork to preempt any so-called dangerous ideas that might challenge the power elite's stranglehold over our lives. Therefore, it's important to recognize the thought prison that is being built around us for what it is, a prison with only one route of escape, free thinking and free speaking in the face of tyranny. As George Orwell once said, if liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. The Rutherford Institute is doing its part to push back against the police state and make the government play by the rules of the Constitution. But we can't fight these battles alone. To join the resistance, visit our website at www.rutherford.org and check out our library of thought-provoking commentaries, legal resources, and so much more. Subscribe to our email alerts and I will send you my weekly commentary, Rutherford press alerts, and a weekly rundown of pertinent headlines and news articles to keep you apprised of the growing threats to our freedoms. And finally, if you are able, please consider making a tax-deductible donation to the Rutherford Institute by again visiting us online at www.rutherford.org or donate using PayPal. 
Your donation allows the Rutherford Institute to push back against the government's power grabs, corruption, and ongoing assaults on the Constitution. Together, we can make America free again.